Years ago, when I had a day job, I was asked to train a new department manager. It was a small department. They didn't have a lot of responsibilities, and honestly, it was a pretty easy job to do. But I knew right away that the person they had hired for this position wasn't going to make it. They were missing a critical personality trait that meant that they just really weren't cut out for management. I think about that often as I'm working with new online business owners. Some people I can see right from the start that they've got what it takes to succeed. With others, I worry that they're going to struggle a little bit. This is episode 55 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today we're going to talk about what those traits are that always seem to lead to success for entrepreneurs. And I'm going to share some ideas about how you can find and develop those traits in yourself. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey there. Thanks for sharing a few minutes of your day with me. I got to tell you, I absolutely love creating this resource for you every single week, and it means a lot to me that you choose to spend your time with me every week. If you're new here, be sure to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app of choice. That way you will never miss an episode. Next week, I'm going to answer a question that comes up a lot, which is how to start and manage a podcast. If you've been thinking about launching a podcast or you're just curious about what really goes on behind the scenes of this one, make sure you tune in for that. But that's next week. This week is all about those essential traits that all successful business owners possess. So let's dive into that. Now, I have identified five traits that I think are really essential to your business success. There are probably more, or maybe you think that the five that I have chosen here are BS and they don't matter at all, in which case I want to invite you to have a conversation with me about it over at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 55. That's where you're going to find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode. But let's talk about the five that I have identified that I think really matter and that really can set the stage for bigger business success. Number one on my list is curiosity. Everyone that I know who is successful in business is endlessly curious. My husband laughs at me all the time because I Google everything. I am so curious about everything, just a wide variety of things. I want to know why that squirrel I saw on my walk last week has a white tail. How common is that? What causes it? Do they live the same lifespan that other squirrels that don't have white, tail, white tails live? I want to know, so I Google it. I want to know if intermittent fasting really is a good way to lose weight or if it's just another fad diet. I want to know what it's like to visit North Korea. I am endlessly curious about everything, and there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that that trait makes me a better business owner, and I'll tell you why. I notice things. When you're curious about the world in general, you notice more things. I'll tell you a story. I used to work for a business coach. I was her 
uh, technology advisor, and she was helping people to create businesses around what they were interested in. So she was helping them to create coaching businesses. And my job was to help them set up their funnels. So I was the one that was helping them set up their webinar funnel, run their ads, get their, you know, get people on their email list, et cetera, et cetera. And I used to have to explain the finer points of funnel setup to these newer business owners. And I'll never forget one time I was talking to a new coach and she was really having a hard time grasping the concept of a funnel. Like she didn't understand what the difference was between a landing page or a thank you page. And she didn't quite understand how you put your email address into the landing page and then you get an email in response that was that was kind of not clicking with her. And I said, well, you know, when before you joined this program, you watched a webinar, you signed up for the webinar, and you were sent the link. Think about, think through what happened in that process. Think about how you saw the ad and you signed up for the webinar. What was the process like? And she couldn't tell me. She literally had just clicked through so quickly, she paid no attention to it. Now, she probably wasn't yet thinking in terms of online business, so maybe that's, you know, not that big of a deal. But the fact is that when we're curious, we notice things, we pay attention, and that is such a valuable skill to have as a business owner. I've said before that sometimes I opt in for lists as, you know, to continue with this example, I opt in for mailing lists just to see what the process is, just because I'm curious about it. I want to know what tools they're using. I want to know how they have things set up. I want to know how my email is going to arrive. What email platform are they using? Are they using templates? Are they using plain text? What's the process? I'm curious about it, and I pay attention to those things. And there's a lot of education to be had when you have that kind of a mindset. Curious people also want to know why. Why do we do things the way that we do them? Why did this blogger set up their Instagram account in this way? Or why did they offer that particular lead magnet? Or why did they not have a tripwire on that lead magnet? We ask why. And that is such a powerful question to be asking at every stage. Why is something like this? Why did they build it this way? Why did they make that choice? That's a powerful question to ask. And curious people ask it naturally. Curious people also want to know how. How did they make that happen? What tools did they use? What software did they use? How did something go from this point to that point? And curious people also want to know what would happen if. I ask this question all the time. What would happen if I changed up my course format? What would happen if I narrowed my niche? What would happen if I launched a new unrelated website? Being curious and asking those questions of yourself helps your business to grow. So that's the number one thing. Successful business owners that I know are all very, very curious. Number two is going to be familiar to you. I talk about it all the time, but successful business owners are consistent without fail. They show up every single day and every single week, and they do the work. They understand that good results take time to appear. There is no such thing as an overnight success. 
I know you've heard that. I know that we've talked about it before. It's a very, you know, common kind of trope that that overnight success took 10 years to develop, but it's commonly said, and it's a cliche at this point, because it's true. There is no such thing as the easy button. There is no push button, make money, have a business type of strategy that you can follow. There is only showing up consistency consistently and putting in the work day after day, week after week, month after month. That's what it takes to build a business. And I see so many products out there that that are promising something completely different. They promise that you can launch a business before lunch and be earning six figures by dinner. And really successful business owners know that that is not the case. You have to put the work in. So that's number two. They are consistent. And I've hammered on about that many, many times. So you are, have no doubt heard me say that. I You could say that I am consistent about talking about consistency because it is that important. The number three trait on my list is they are strategic thinkers. Now, tactical step-by-step checklists are great, but they will only get you so far. I've built an entire business on giving people the step-by-step directions to do the tactical work in their business. But if you don't have the strategic thinking too, then all of those tactics can feel pretty overwhelming. It's a bit like having all of the pieces to a jigsaw puzzle, but no photograph of the finished picture to work from. So you have all of these tactics, but you don't know how they all fit together to form the whole picture. Strategic thinking answers those big questions. It helps you figure out where you're going, because if you don't know that, then how to get there, the tactical stuff is just adding more confusion to your life. So strategic thinkers, people who can see the big picture, are much more likely to find success in business than people who focus on the how to do it, how to send an email, how to build a website. All of that stuff is important, but it's not going to get you where you want to go unless you can see the big picture. And that kind of goes back to asking that why question. Why am I sending an email this way? Why am I building my website this way? If you plug that why piece in, then the strategic thinking becomes easier to do. The fourth trait that successful business owners have that I see is that they're problem solvers. And this is the one that my long ago management trainee was missing out on. Maybe they had a lack of confidence. Maybe they were afraid of making the wrong choice. I don't know. Whatever it was, they never did get the hang of just fixing whatever was broken. And a lot of times I think this shows up as fear, especially around technology and especially in the online business space. People are afraid to click a button or to make a change. They're afraid they're going to break something or make, make the damage worse. So they just throw up their hands and they say, I'm not cut out for this, instead of digging in and figuring it out. You can't be afraid to just figure things out, especially if you're bootstrapping your business like a lot of us are doing, right? You're starting from scratch and you have all of this time. You don't have a lot of money to put into building a business. So figuring it out is what we do. And being a problem solver and not being afraid to click those buttons is really important. 
Sometimes this lack of problem-solving ability shows up as simply giving up, right? The first business or launch or email campaign didn't work, and rather than digging in to figure out what went wrong, they just throw up their hands and say, well, this doesn't work. I'm going to go off and do something else. And that's not serving you. That's not the path to success. Successful business owners have lots of failed attempts in their past. They will tell you about them. I can tell you all about mine. And that leads me to point number five. Successful business owners have tenacity. Tenacity is that trait where you just don't give up on something. You don't give up at the first sign of trouble. Many, like I said, many of the most successful people that you see online have several failed businesses in their history. Personally, I failed at blogging. My first business attempts were very simple affiliate blogs, failed miserably at them. I failed at launching a PLR shop. I failed at blogging again, but I never gave up. I just found other business models that were a better fit for me and my skills at that moment in time. Angela Duckworth calls this grit. And in her book of the same name, she talks about how it is this one trait, this grit, that is so obvious in certain situations, whether it's business owners or college graduates or professional athletes, people who have this trait are the ones who go on to be the most successful and people without it struggle. If you haven't read her book called Grit, I highly recommend it. I'll put the link in the show notes. But that's tenacity. That's, that's grit. That's never giving up, being unwilling to give up. And that is my fifth most important trait. Now, you might be saying to yourself, okay, this is all great, Cindy, but how do I get these traits? I don't have tenacity, or I'm not a good problem solver, or I'm not curious, or I'm not consistent. Maybe you know that about yourself. Does that mean that you are destined to failure? No, because these are all things that can be changed. So how do you develop these traits in yourself if you don't already have them? I have some ideas for you. First, I want you to really love what you do. This makes everything so much easier. Curiosity comes more naturally when you are endlessly interested in and loving what you do every single day. I would not be nearly as curious about emails and opting in for other people's email lists if I wasn't interested in email marketing, if I wasn't really excited about the prospects of how that works and digging into the stats and and making things better. That makes me more curious about it quite naturally. Consistency is the same way. Consistency is easy when you never have to force yourself to sit down at your desk. And when you love what you do, it never feels forced. I never have to force myself to come into my office in the morning. It is the thing that I want to do above all else because I really do love what I do. Strategy and curiosity, like I said, go hand in hand. It's easier to see the bigger picture and to wonder about how all of those pieces fit together when you're truly interested, not just in the results, not just in the paycheck that you're hoping to get, but in the process itself. And problem solving is the same way. When you're curious and you have that strategy, that big picture mindset, problem solving comes much easier to you. So that's number one. Love what you do. It will make all the difference in your business. 
Number two is hang around with other people who share these same traits. They rub off on you. One of my favorite things is to talk business with other like-minded small business owners, going to conferences and mastermind events and participating in forums or online groups, or even reading books about business all help to keep the ideas flowing and to keep me excited about what's happening in my business. So hang out with other people who share those same traits. There's a quote from Jim Rohn who famously said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And that's definitely true when it comes to business success. Spend time with successful business owners and they will lift you up. Spend time with negative, doubtful, complaining people who are always struggling and you will find that you struggle more as well. Number three, always be learning. Take courses, read books, attend lectures and conferences, and listen to smart people talk. Pay attention to the way they think, even more than what they say. You can learn a lot from reading between the lines, and being active in these kinds of learning activities will help keep you excited and keep you curious and keep you consistently showing up as well. Number four, set goals and create a plan for achieving them. Knowing where you're going is a critical part of actually getting there. And so many people either don't set goals at all, or they have what I call dream goals. They want to earn a million dollars, or they want to live on a tropical island, or they want to be a digital nomad. And there's nothing wrong with any of these goals. These are great goals, unless they're so far from your reality right now that your brain can't even take it seriously. So imagine that you've earned $187 in your business all year and you set a goal to earn a million dollars before the end of the year. Your brain is rolling its eyes at you behind your back and basically saying, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's a great goal. It is something to aim for. Absolutely. 100%. But your brain is going to sabotage your success because it doesn't truly believe that you can reach that goal. The other problem with these dream goals is that they often aren't even yours. And that's another reason why your brain is going to sabotage you on this. Do you really want to earn a million dollars because you have an actual reason for that because that's actually your goal? Or do you want to earn a million dollars because it's someone else's goal and it sounds cool? It's hard to consistently show up and be curious and tenacious in pursuit of someone else's goals. So sit down and really think about what your goals are. And maybe your goal is to earn $50,000. Maybe your goal is to earn enough to take a nice vacation with the family. Don't let someone else's goals overtake your own. Sit down and really think about what you want out of your business and your life, and then create a plan for achieving that. And if you need help with that, I did a podcast episode a while back about how to achieve any goal, and I will link to that in the show notes for you. Number five, know why you're in business in the first place. A lot of people talk about why. What's your why? And I think this is really important. What do you want your life to look like? Then build the business that's going to get you there. A while back, I sat down and I wrote out exactly what I want my life to look like in five years. 
I wrote down where I want to be living, how I want to spend my days, how many hours I plan to work and on what, everything down to the smallest detail. And that's why I'm in business. That's my big goal. That's my big why, because I want to achieve that lifestyle. Writing it down is a reminder of why I show up every day and do the work. It's what I'm working towards. And number six is maybe the most important one on this list, and that is to learn about mindset and why it matters. I resisted this for so long, you guys. I thought mindset was really just a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but I have to tell you, it matters, and it matters a lot. Your mindset has a huge impact on everything in your life, including your business. If you're lacking in any of the traits that we talked about here, working on your mindset is the first step to fix it. One of my favorite resources on this is a book by Carol Dweck called, fittingly enough, Mindset. I'll link to that in the show notes for you. But in this book, she talks about two different types of mindset, fixed versus growth mindset. With a fixed mindset, people believe that their qualities are predetermined and cannot be changed. I'm not technical, and that is a fact, and it cannot be changed. Or, I'm not a good writer, and that is a fact that will never change. Or, I'm not cut out to be an entrepreneur, and that is a fact that cannot be changed. That is what a fixed mindset is all about, and if you have a fixed mindset, it is holding you back. Compare that to a growth mindset, which is when people believe that their qualities can change over time. I'm not technical, but I'm working on it. I'm learning it. I'm working on becoming more technically adept so I can run my business. That's an entirely different thought process. And if you guessed with people that a growth mindset are more successful than people with a fixed mindset, you would be right. But here's the best part. Even if you have a fixed mindset right now, you can change it. Ann Lore of nestlabs.com wrote a great article about this, and I'll put the link in the show notes for you. But in it, she lists several ways to create a growth mindset. And I'm not going to give them all to you here, but a couple of them stood out to me. Number one is appreciate the process over the results. This is useful in so many ways, not just about mindset either. When you fall in love with the process, the results happen all by themselves. A year ago or so, I decided I wanted to start making sourdough bread. And my first few attempts didn't turn out really well. Some of them still don't turn out very well. But I will tell you what I enjoy even more than the final result, which is that delicious, crusty sourdough bread. What I enjoy even more than that is the process of making the bread. So when you fall in love with the process, the results, they take care of themselves. Number two uh, from Ann Lore is consider challenges as opportunities. So many people give up when we face a challenge, but by reframing it as an opportunity to grow or to learn something new, your attitude about it changes as well. And one more, because this one is really good. Use the not yet technique. That's what she calls it. Whenever you face a challenge that feels like you just can't get past it, instead of thinking about it as a fact that cannot be changed, remind yourself that you're just not there yet. 
one big thing that I see among my clients is that they'll tell me that they're just not techie. It becomes an excuse for them to stay stuck, right? I'm not techie. I can't do this. I'm just going to stay stuck here and not, not progress past this point. So if that's you, instead of saying that you're not techie, you can reframe it. You can say you don't understand this technology yet. Give that a try. I think you'll, you'll find that you feel lighter, that your whole mindset shifts around that when you just add that one word to whatever it is that you are struggling with. I'm not a great writer yet. I'm not comfortable on video yet. I'm not a great speaker yet. Just adding that one word changes the way you think about whatever it is that you're struggling with. It changes the way you feel about it. So try that out if you are struggling with something or if you feel that you are stuck somewhere. Now, I want to hear from you. I told you the essential traits that I think help create business success. But what do you think? Did I miss any? Do some of the things on my list not matter to you? Head over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 55 and let me know in the comments what you think or if you think that I'm all washed up on this and don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay too. You'll find the show notes, the transcript, and all of the links that I mentioned on that page as well. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you get your podcasts? That helps other people find us, and I would be so grateful if you would leave me a rating and a review there. Or if you have a friend or a colleague who could use this specific episode, you can just send them the link. It's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 55. That's it for me. Have a terrific day, everyone, and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.